The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately, the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. The master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the, to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. If you are part of the, the marketing and, or PR firm for Jesus, is this the parable that you would lead with? Probably not. You'd go with Jesus, meek and humble of heart, uh, Come to me, all you who labor and are, and are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Uh, there, there's other things. Uh, Jesus in the Eucharist. Uh, Jesus, let the children come to me. And, I mean, there's, there's so many other the Beatitudes. There's so many other things. But that's not the entire message of Jesus. And this isn't the entire message of Jesus either, but it's a part of it. And this is a part that maybe we don't like to hear as much. There's, there's two-thirds good and one-third bad, or rather, maybe this is demanding Jesus or, or stern Jesus. The first two are, seem to be like generous Jesus. I mean, with, the, with the first one with three talents, excuse me, five, and the second one with two. 
but our attention tends to like focus in on that last guy who didn't do anything with what he received and just buried it in a hole and and then the the master in this case it's it's pretty obvious parallel that this is Jesus that uh, comes and says you you worthless servant you 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 knew that I was demanding and, and harvested where I did not sow and and so so our mind focuses on that and it's like, okay that's not the that's that's not a warm fuzzy Jesus there but we kind of have this conflict between well is Jesus demanding and rigorous and stern a taskmaster or is he merciful without limits and all goodness and love and and we I think on its face we tend to think it's either one or the other because that's generally how people kind of sort out they're kind of like more on this way or, or more on that way what we have in Jesus though is an integrated whole but but that's but we have to dig into it a little bit in order to kind of suss out the the uh, that that aspect of it so, so first of all, what we have to do is when we have one of these passages that's kind of like, this one, this one isn't so attractive, it doesn't speak to my heart, it doesn't warm my heart up the way others do, we need to spend time with it and, and go, go through it and try to figure out what is he really saying because it's not in contradiction to Jesus' meek and humble of heart, Jesus' infinite mercy. It's in complement complement to that. There's a complementarity in it. It creates a wholeness. So we look first of all at the fact that these are talents that this master is is giving out, uh, and it says his own his own possessions. It doesn't say he went off and got something from somebody else and gave it to these these servants. He he takes his own possessions and gives them to his servants. Again. It's a parallel with God. God is giving us his own possessions. That's really good stuff. Five talents, two talents, one talent. Okay, well, how much is a talent? In biblical times, the word meant it was a, a, it was a financial sum. It wasn't a, the way we use it today, a talent being like a, a skill, a gift, a, or something like that, rather really was more in financial terms. And you do just a little bit of research on it, and it's literally somewhere between, I mean, there's, I, I couldn't come up with a real specific thing, but it's usually about somewhere between 6,000 days wages up to 20,000 days wages. That's a boatload of money. I mean, like in today's terms, we're deep into six figures here. And he's given five of those? or two or one. So even the guy that receives one is still re receiving, what, half a million dollars or something like it? It depends on what industry you're in and all that, but it's a lot of money. This is not stingy Jesus. This is not uh, a Jesus who, well, okay, let's, let's see what you do with this. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't trust you too much, so I'm just going to give you. No, he's giving out of his generosity, his, from himself, his own belongings, his, his own possessions, and it's a lot. It's a huge amount. The first two go off and invest that. Those of you who are in, in the investment industry know that to take an investment and double it is not easy. It's, you can't just stick it in some kind of an account and just get the interest off of it at 12% or, or, or 5 or 6 or whatever, whatever the going rate is. 
it's that would take you you're not going to get there you're not well you could double it but it takes a long time so these guys went out and really worked it hard they went and invested in this company this endeavor over here and got these profits and then doubled it and plowed that back into this other thing this other investment so these guys were really working it it took effort it took sacrifice when they where it comes time for reckoning, the, the master comes and, and says, okay, so how, how'd you do? One with five, the one with two, both say, we doubled it, here you go. And then here comes an interesting thing. Remember, they were just entrusted with a massive amount of money. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Here, understand responsibilities not being more work, but rather greater blessings. That gazillion dollars is small in God's eyes. He has, it's, it's all a training ground for the greater and more, even more generous, abundant, magnanimous gifts of his own possessions that he wants to give us. Enter and share in your master's joy. I gave you what seemed to be a lot in your eyes, but in my eyes it's nothing. And I wanted to do this because I wanted to, to have you experience the joy of what I have. God's generosity, God's magnanimity, God creating, affecting change in the world, giving blessings in the world. He wants each one of us to experience the joy of, quote, being like God. And the bounty that comes from that is just a little bit. It says, no, come now, come enter into my joy. This is with both of those. So I think if we look at this parable as being stern Jesus, mean Jesus, uh, taskmaster Jesus, we're really not reading it well because two-thirds of this is focusing on the absolute magnanimity and the grandiose abundance of what he wants to share with us. And how he wants to bring us in, not just kind of dole it out. Okay, well, here's your, this is exactly what you need. This, is, this isn't communism where it's okay, you get this much because that's what you need. You get this much because that's what you need. No, no, he said, here's an abundance and I want you to just, to be able to even have it become even, even more. But this third one, and that's the one where it's like what, what gives us pause. Master, I was afraid. Why would you be afraid? It's generosity, it's goodness. He knows that the master's expecting more than what he started out with. And he goes off and he buries it. The ignorance wasn't something this man claimed to be his excuse. I, I didn't realize, sorry. Okay, well that'd be a different argument there. So let's, let's take these talents and just roll them out and into what would be for us today. Because for some, maybe it actually is very really and concretely money. 
and maybe that's your, your ability to, to make and generate money and opportunities and wealth and jobs and say, so, like, that's your talent. Go for it. Do it. Do it in abundance. Do it well. Do it good. But there's all, all kinds of, that's just one reading of it. There's so many other things, and that's the beauty of the way we use this word in English today, talents as in this, the skills and gifts that we have. Some it's people skills, gifts. Some it's the gift of compassion. I, how, about, how about that? Have, if you have a, a, a boatload of compassion, because that's what the, the talent that God gave you, well, God wants you to take that and double it by giving it away, giving it to others, investing it in others, helping others live that and, and develop that and so that when the Lord returns, you've got double the amount. It takes a lot of work, it takes some sacrifice. If you stick it and bury it in a hole, it ain't going nowhere. For others, because everyone's got some talent. I think the one thing that's clear in this parable, it's not like, and you, the fourth person, I'm not giving you anything. That guy doesn't show up. Everybody's got something. How about the relationships that you've got? There's a talent. Your family, your loved ones. How can that be invested in, worked on, developed? so that it, it produces 10 times what it was at the beginning. Those of you who have kids know that, that, that each one of the children is, is, one, is, is that kind of a, a fruit of the marriage, of love that just multiplies itself in a very literal, concrete way. Or the, the, the rest of our families, how do, we, how do we develop those relationships with my brothers, my sisters, my parents, my grandparents, grandkids? Everybody's got something, some, in, some talent that can, they can invest in. And I want to get one more, and this is one that, uh, that is, is important for all of us. And here's a talent that most people don't think of, suffering. That's a talent not talent in the sense that I'm really good at it, because most of us aren't. But it is worth an awful lot. If suffering was the coinage with which our Lord bought our redemption, how much must it really be worth in God's eyes if we live it well? So, so how do you do that? How do you, how do you invest in, okay, we don't want to double suffering. That's not quite the point. But how do I use it so that I can get the fruit? What's the interest return on that? Lord, I've got a cold. I'm getting over it. Don't worry about it. So the suffering from this, Lord, I offer because, you know what, that uh, my sister is going through a really difficult time right now. The pain that I'm going through right now, Lord, I offer to you for her, for what she's gone through. Just bless her and take some of the weight off her shoulders. I've got a bad leg, a bad knee. Lord, I offer you this suffering here. Will you please bless my family? 
I offer this so that in some way they might be relieved from their sufferings. I get migraines every, every five days. My brother who suffers from addiction, Lord, let this somehow be some way that eases his, that grip that that addiction has on him. I offer you this suffering. Suffering is worth a ton in God's eyes. So when we see how, how valuable is all these talents and what can be done with them in the most fullest, broadest sense of bringing others to God, bringing others joy in their life, giving them the good things that they need, to squander that is, is an almost a spiteful act. So and maybe you even know somebody who sat on their talents and, and just didn't want it, wasn't going to invest in them. No, no, I'm not doing this. I, yeah, I got, I got time. I've got lots of time, but I'm going to waste it all. You know how existentially frustrating it is to actually do that, waste all your time? You end up miserable. How do you feel after you've wasted a day? Pretty bad. How do you feel after you've really invested a lot in a given day? I, got, I did my prayers in the morning, and I got to Mass, and, and then I called my, my mom, and then, I, and then I, I, I spent some time with my friends, and I really said, so how are they doing? And I, I tried to pump them up and help them out, and, and then I, I, I got ready for the week so I could be, show up really good to work. On Monday, you, you spend Sunday like that, it's like, wow, I know that was really good. I, I used that talent of time that God gave me. I used it well. And our heart just grows. So the demanding Jesus, the stern Jesus, taskmaster Jesus, it's when we're shooting ourselves in the foot and we're ignoring or squandering this massive gift that God wants us to have the joy of using and the grace and the blessings of using. So that's why he gets upset sometimes. That's why he put it in a parable. It's not a contradiction with his mercy. As a matter of fact, it is a great act of mercy for him to shake us up sometimes and say, hey, 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 no, no, don't, don't waste that. It's beautiful. It's for your soul, it's for your good, it's for your joy. So ask yourself, what, what is it that, I, what are the gifts, the talents that God's given me? And how can I invest them for a double return? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.